Hello, everybody, and welcome to Mom of the Hard Kid. I want to talk to you a little bit about today why I started this podcast and where it kind of takes me sometimes. So for some of you, you already know that I'm just a mom. I'm a mom who has a daughter who I adopted, who had reactive attachment disorder, and a lot of other things, including PTSD and ADHD and uh, oppositional defiance, and it would have been DMDD had she been old enough and things like that. So it was really hard and really crazy. And and when I come to this podcast, I want to save everybody. I don't know how, but I want to be the people that I wish I'd had in my corner, right? Like I want to be able to offer ideas and advice for when your brain is so fried from the whole day that you can just sit and listen to something and have somebody offer a little piece of advice that might make you make it through the day, right? That's what I wanted to do for people. But I do realize that sometimes the best thing you can do is just let the person know that they are there. Let the person know that they're seen. Let the person know that you know, as many ideas as there are, as many articles as there are, as many things that are in every book, that the reality of being a parent of a hard kid is hard. And it's so hard. And the people don't understand and you lose your friends and you lose your relationships and because there's such a gigantic disconnect. And so I think that today, I want to just approach the fact that you're doing a good job at a very hard work. We often beat ourselves up because life is harder than we thought it was going to be. Life has thrown more stuff at us than we thought it was going to throw. And we don't really know how to catch all of the things that it's throwing at us and then juggle it beautifully. And the world (laughs) seems to keep on turning. And sometimes it's hard to know how it keeps turning when everything is so difficult. But there was this book that was sitting on my dad's shelf. He got it when he was young. It actually has an inscription from 1968. It's called I Dare You by William Danforth. And in this, there is a chapter called You Can Be Bigger Than You Are. And I'm just going to quote this first paragraph. Quote, As a small boy, before the time of drainage ditches, I lived in the country surrounded by swampland. Those were the days of chills and fever and malaria. When I came to the city to school, I was sallow-cheeked and hollow-chested. One of my teachers, George Roran Crawl, was then what we then called a health crank. We laughed at his ideas. They went in one ear and came out the other, but George Warren Crawl never let up. One day, he seemed to single me out personally with flashing eyes in tones that I will never forget. He looked me straight in the eye and said, I dare you to be the healthiest boy in class, end quote. The story goes on, of course, to say that he fills up, follows up and through with this dare and how difficult it is for him to do so and the different challenges he has when he does it. But he talks about how sometimes a challenge is good for you, right? That you can be bigger than you thought that you could be. And this really struck me. There's actually a lot of 
really nice stories in this book that were striking to me (laughs) that were um, inspirational, I suppose you could say. I've never really been one for inspirational books, but I really like this one. I have um, some people in my life who are close to me who really love inspirational books. I've never been able to wrap my head around them. I've always leaned to my own inspiration. But I think I'm like mildly competitive in some ways. I think this book really spoke to me. And I'm going to read the entire beginning where he talks about this whole book that he's written. And I'm going to start with the quote. It is difficult to put a challenge on paper. I would rather you look straight in the eye to look you straight in the eye and say, I dare you. In my mind, that's exactly what I'm doing. I'm on one side of a table. You are on the other. I am looking across and saying, I dare you. Continuing on, I dare you, young man. You have come from a home of poverty. I dare you to have the qualities of a Lincoln. I dare you, heir of wealth and proud ancestry, with your generations of worthy stock and your traditions of leadership. I dare you to achieve something that will make the future point to you with even more pride than the present is pointing to those who have gone before you. I dare you, young mother, to make your life a masterpiece upon which that little family of yours can build. Strong women bring forth strong men. I dare you, debutante, to be a queen. Make life obey you, not you it. It is only a shallow dare to do the foolish things. I dare you to do the uplifting and courageous things. I dare you, young executive, to shoulder more responsibility joyously, to launch out into the deep, to build magnificently. I dare you, young author, to win the Nobel Prize. I dare you, young researcher, to become a microbe hunter. I dare you, boy on the farm, to become a master farmer, a hunger fighter. I dare you, man of affairs, to have a magnificent obsession. I dare you, grandfather, with your roots deep in the soil and your head above the crowd, catching the rays of sun to plan a daring program to crown the years of your life. I dare you who think life is humdrum to start a fight. I dare you who are weak to be strong, who are dull to be sparkling, who are slaves to be king. I dare you, whoever you are, to share with others the fruits of your daring, catch a passion for helping others, and a richer life will come back to you. Now, this was written in 1968, so take it for what it is, um, and maybe even just for what it was intended to be. But my favorite part about it is that he's saying, visualize me sitting across the table from you. Visualize him saying to you specifically, I dare you. I dare you to be the best parent of a hard kid that has ever landed on this planet. I dare you to approach every situation that that child can bring you as a challenge that is fun, as a challenge that is interesting, as a challenge that will benefit both of your lives down the road. I dare you to approach this child in a way that you think that there is a way you can heal this child. And I dare you that even if that child 
does not make any progress, that you will have fought in a way that you are proud of, and that you will be able to express that pride of your own choices throughout the end of time. I dare you to be the kind of parent that you want to be even when your child provides intense opposition to that. I dare you to approach each day with a strength and be able to find the fire inside you to deal with all of the crap that is coming your way. When we look at life and we see throughout the history of time, the challenging times that have, people have had to deal with, we've seen who has survived and who has not made it and who has been downtrodden. I dare you to not be one of those people who lets it win. I dare you to push back against the difficulty, against the exhaustion and the pain and the trial. I dare you to put yourself in a place where what makes you feel weak is actually something that is making you stronger. I dare you. It is hard to have an incredibly hard anything. People go through this life and they have difficulties that come at them and some are huge and some are little. And sometimes there's like a thousand little ones coming at one time and they even seem bigger than sometimes some of the huge ones seem. It is exhausting and life is exhausting. And I love this book where he says, I dare you to do better than what you think you can do. I dare you to be better than you are. Now, this book goes on and it has a lot of nice little pieces. I didn't mean for this to be like a book review. (laughs) I really just liked the topic of daring someone to be better than they are. Because when we get in these trials with our children and with our other parts of our life with our spouse with anything we forget that there is a strength inside us we feel beat up we forget that there's that extra bit that we really have deep inside when i dare you to be a better anything spouse a better mother a better you know finance person like to do better at anything that you come across. And this book goes through and it says, I dare you to adventure. I dare you to do things. I dare you to be strong. I dare you to think creatively. And I dare you to develop a magnetic personality. I dare you to build character. I dare you to share. And towards the end of the book, he recommends that you keep notes, that you keep track of your dares and the things that you have dared yourself or that he has dared you to do. And he says, test yourself, grade yourself after three months. See what you've done to improve yourself. Journaling is a really, really good way to be able to get these feelings out of your body onto paper and to keep track of the progress. I journal every night. I have been able to see the progress of my daughter and see the challenges and changes that I've gone through. I highly recommend journaling. I dare you to journal. I dare you. (laughs) But I really think that a good dare is sometimes the motivation that we need. If you need to write stuff down and then throw it away, do so. But I think you'll be really surprised at what potential comes after you put in the effort. I dare you. Thanks for joining me.